0: expert author and life coach and I'm so excited to have Ilana Yankowitz from Switzerland with me. Ilana Yankowitz is a certified money coach and NLP practitioner on her mission to help other women to break free from money wounds. She was born and raised in South Africa together with four brothers. She lost her father at 14 which made it very difficult for her mom to earn enough money. And Ilana grew up without anything luxurious. When she became a mom herself, she wanted a different life for her two children in Switzerland and Luxembourg. She overcompensated dramatically, always buying them the latest toys and designer clothes, throwing great birthday parties and taking them on super expensive holidays had no idea about keeping a budget and was always overspending always but then she started working with a professional money coach and all changed in lana i'm so happy to have you here today
1: Hi Esther, thank you for having me and uh, it's a funny hearing listening to you reading that or saying that because uh, it feels so far away, it feels so foreign, that that story.
0: (laughs) So let's go to your story, where shall we start? Do you want to start in South Africa or do you want to start in Switzerland? It's up to you. Well basically the story kind of starts
1: growing up, growing up with poverty, growing up with lack. I always say that scarcity and poverty doesn't hit a religion, a culture, a race. It can hit anybody. And a mom with five kids, she really, really struggled. She really struggled to make ends meet and to provide for the kids. And I knew very much what it was to go without. I knew when other kids were going to birthday parties or when they were talking about their holidays. Oh, we've just come from Switzerland skiing, or we've just done this. Was all foreign to me. And literally, I always say we grew up with a lot of other skills. We didn't grow up with those adventurous skills. We grew up with very different different skills. But I did exactly like you said. Vowed that when my kids came along, they were going to have the best of the best. And subconsciously, when you plan to do something like that, you do it because you set an intention. And my kids, private schools, all, all the things. It was never, I was never the mom like the mom I had that would come to school in an embarrassing car to fetch my kid. It was always top of the range, myself and my husband. And I think for me, it was just, spending and overindulging the the kids and just spending on everything that I never had till it got to a point where I was spending so much more than what we were earning. And it caused a lot of fights between my husband and I. I work with a lot of couples at the moment and help them talk about money because this was something that I, I didn't know how to do. And really just coming to a point where it was uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable knowing that we had so much debt. And I'd caused this debt. I'd caused, caused most of it. I used to shop for everybody in the family, for my friends, for buying gifts for everybody because I could. Until I actually realized by going through the coaching that this was actually really detrimental to our family and to myself, that I actually decided to change it.
0: Was it your own money? Did you earn money at that time? Or was it your husband's money?
1: It was my own money I was earning. So I've always had a business from very young. Mm -hmm. Um, My own money, my husband's money, and the bank's money. So (laughs) (laughs) The banks are very happy to give you credit in South Africa. The shops are very, very happy to give you credit. Yeah, when you go to a shop in Switzerland or most places... You pay cash where you pay on the credit card. There, in South Africa, you can buy on credit. And you can buy quite a few thousand on credit. So you can buy food on credit. You buy, And you literally get into a spiral of living on credit, on credit cards. And I was in this. I just, the month came, end of the month came, I'd get my salary. And it literally all went out on paying bills. Something very, very foreign to... I mean, I've been in Switzerland for the last 12 years, something, you know, before that I lived in Luxembourg. Very foreign to the way the rest of the world works. Hmm. Yeah, it just really just helps the people with poverty. That's how they survive poverty.
0: Hmm. And then it came that you had discussions with your husband more and more.
1: More than discussions. more (laughs) (laughs) Red hot discussions, raging discussions. Women stick to a budget. Why can't you budget? Um, You need to save. We've got, why are you spending so much money? Because often, two, as in couples, two different families, different values, different backgrounds, you come together and 90% of the time you don't have the same values. So it's something you need to work on, something you need to build. He didn't understand why I was spending, where this mentality was coming from. He just thought I was crazy. So I needed to then work on how to fix it, how to solve it. You know, we say, and I say to my clients as well, when you've got a toothache, you go to a dentist. When you're sick, you go to a doctor. If you don't know how to create budgets, you don't know how to save, you don't, you aren't putting away money in your pension, you're not making money in your business, go and see a coach. And that's what I did.
0: Hmm what happened exactly that you went to a coach? Probably you thought you needed to go long before, but you didn't.
1: I actually knew that I needed to go long before because literally every time the credit card statement used to arrive, I used to want to hide. I wanted to hide from my husband. or hide. Sometimes I would put it at the bottom of the pile and it was <laughs> from the bank. Um, so I would kind of think, you know, maybe he sees it in a few days. I've got a few days before he's like screaming and going crazy. Um, but eventually it was, I did the quiz, the money type quiz. And I saw that I was the fool and the victim and the martyr. And I was like, letter for this. I'm not interested in being called these, these names. Like they don't know me. They don't know where I come from. You know, the whole victim mentality. And I prolonged, I pushed it away. I'm not interested in this. And the re, the big one was the tyrant and the fool. I didn't want to be the tyrant and the fool. And it was like, I'm not dealing with this. But, but eventually, yeah.
0: Sorry, what, what does
1: it mean exactly? This, that this I'm materialistic and I'm controlling and I'm manipulative. I was all of those plus more, but I didn't want to face it. And I wasn't planning for the future. I was stealing from myself, but not saving, but not budgeting. And I didn't want to have to deal with those things. It was too painful. So I left it until it actually got to a point where a friend of mine actually said, they've done coaching and it's changed their lives. And I thought, okay, I know I need to deal with it. I'm ready. And I went for coaching.
0: And how was the beginning your first session? Do you remember?
1: Oh, I didn't hear anything. All I did was cry. Mm. Because I realized that the trauma from my past, for me, it was financial trauma. I had been carrying this because my parents, grandparents had seen the war. They'd grown up in scarcity and lack. So this was something that they were passing down. And they were passing down. And I realized I was passing it down to my kids. So it's, doing money coaching, is quite, it's quite interesting because it doesn't just touch money, it touches every single area of your life. When I was working on these issues, I was healing my relationship with my mom. I was healing my relationship with my husband, with my money, with how I saw myself as a person, as a mother, as a woman, what, what my role was, my beliefs, my confidence
0: why is all so interconnected
1: it's completely connected it's connected to because it's you and it's elements of you and for me that was just the way it was showing up it comes from as i said the trauma but it knocks your feeling of i'm not good enough i i i'm not i'm I'm not enough and that feeling knocks your self-esteem that knocks your confidence and I needed to work on all of that. It's a, it's a journey. It's not that you say, I started and I finished tomorrow. It's a journey and you keep working on those areas of your life. But for me, it was the biggest transformation I've ever done with anything in my life. It's even years later, it's affected everything that I do, the way I think, the way I approach anything has come from the coaching that I've done. The way I am with my clients, I had to deal, do the healing. Now I have all of this as my tools as well as other studies that I've done, NLP, you know, and have built my business. I'm able to use everything together. So there's nothing really of when somebody comes to me, there's nothing really that I haven't been through or heard somebody else's, you know, mm-hmm. had that experience that I'm able to help them.
0: Mm. So Ilana, can we go back maybe a little bit for someone who didn't think about money is so connected with everything. You start with the client talking about money, but how do you go further to the relationships, to everything? It comes
1: up. Money is an energy. And money is the reward for the job that you do, that you do well, you get paid a certain amount of money. It affects your beliefs. If you, for instance, don't feel good enough, you don't charge somebody. If you feel what I'm doing doesn't affect the world, you don't charge or maybe you charge a little. Money affects every single area of your life. It affects your health. If you've got money, you're able to pay for healthcare, the correct food, the lifestyle, the relaxation. It affects the way you are that you don't have the stress in your head of how I'm paying my bills, how I'm going to be when I retire, how am I going to pay for my children to go to university? It affects every single area of your life. How I find it with the client is the work that I do, the tools that I use. I've got different programs where I take them through self-discovery, figuring out, going back to their money story, going back to the traumas and working through that, going back to the money myths, to their beliefs, all of that, which takes weeks to do, we get to a conclusion, but normally after two weeks, they're really seeing which money archetypes are keeping them stuck in the past. And a lot of the time it's the victim, you know, I was, I should have had this, or they've got that, or should have done better by now i always i I love the 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 phrase that every single client tells me if they're 20 40 50 doesn't matter the age they all tell me i should have sorted my money by now and i'm thinking you're sorting it now because you're ready
0: Mm. you said something interesting you also healed your relationship with your mother can you tell us a little bit more about that sure When we
1: talk about self-love, for people, a lot of people, and it's something its a very cliche word, like you hear mindful and all these self-love, you need to do more self-love. People think self-love is going for a manicure or it's going and having a spa treatment. For me, what I learned was that self-love starts with you. The word is self. You need to love yourself and respect yourself. My mother taught me that whenever I did anything because of her upbringing, whenever I did anything with for myself, I was being selfish and narcissistic. And that came from her not knowing how to love herself. So she didn't know how to love us correctly. She loved us conditionally. If you did well at school, or if you did well with whatever it was, or you helped support me or you gave me money, you were, she, she was very happy with you if you did anything with your money go on holiday or and not give her she would be really angry so I grew up with a narcissistic mother I had to learn to heal that relationship and realize that she was acting out from what she knew the patterns and the beliefs that had been passed down to her that she wasn't doing that because she chose to do that subconsciously. She didn't know how to love herself therefore she loved us conditionally and it's quite it's quite a hard thing to realize but i've made complete peace about it and have forgiven her that that is the life she had i feel sad that she had such hard time but i realize how it affected my life and I work with a lot of women that come to me that have narcissistic moms. And they tell me things like their mother never told them, I love you. Mine didn't either. She used to say to me, if anybody tries to hurt you, I'll kill them. I mean, she wasn't going to kill them. <laughs> but she never, ever directly said the word, the three words, I love you. Mm. So I had to heal my relationship with her. I had to heal it first with myself and then with her.
0: Mm. Beautiful. And how did it change your relationship with your husband and maybe also with your kids?
1: With my husband, we are, we're very, very connected. We've been together since very young. Things are, since I've done the coaching, it's amazing. He's very supportive in my business. I was telling somebody earlier today, we went away for 10 days now in the holidays and he booked 10 days leave because he works for a bank. And I said to him, I've got so much on. I actually need to get back after three days of holiday. I need to get back to work. I need to sort these things out. I've just got too many balls in the air. Um, I want to get back to Zurich to go and work. And he said to me, sure, fine. And the next few days, he was at his desk from 6 in the morning working on my stuff. Because he can't do this at work. He's working. He doesn't have time. He actually was in his leave helping me, helping me with my landing pages, helping me with the IT, helping me sort out all the VAT and the invoicing. And there was just so much going on that I had been busy. I hadn't managed to do. And, yeah, so he's very supportive. He thinks the journey that I've done is fantastic. And he often tells his colleagues, you should talk to my wife. You should talk to my wife. So he's very supportive. He's incredibly supportive.
0: Beautiful. And my, your children. Ki- my kids
1: my kids are out of the house i've literally tried to teach them to work on their pension. start working early on your pension your pension is not robbing money for from the party that you could have on saturday It's say it's having money for yourself for later it's setting yourself up i always talk to them about money my daughter spends more than my son does he's a lot more cautious about how he spends um and yeah, but they're both, they're both quite open to it. My daughter actually sent one of her really good friends who lives in Amsterdam, is working with me. She said, my mom's a money coach. If you want to sort your money out, you need to speak to her. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's the best money coach. But my daughter hasn't coached with me, which is fine because I think it's too close.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously, I have passed down some my... D- money DNA to her. So she has got work to do, but she will do it when she's ready and probably not with me because it's too close.
0: Hmm. Sure. If someone comes to you now, Ilana, what is the first question you ask? Normally, are
1: oh, there so many? But normally, what emotions does money create for you? So if I say to you, what is money? A lot of them will say, uh oh, Oh, I'll hear the sigh, I'll hear the body language, and they'll say, There's not enough. There's more money than money. My business isn't making money. I work so hard in my business and I don't see anything. I feel like I don't have support. Or they can say, Money stresses me out. It comes in and it's gone out so quickly. There's so much to pay. There's so many bills. There's so many things that they say which are often when they need me. This is the type of things that they say. A lot of people, what I try and teach them is that money can actually create opportunities. It creates a lifestyle that you you can have. It creates opportunities and opens doors for you. Better healthcare, better vehicle to drive, better holidays. Um, Often, people that come to me, a lot of business women, they're running their businesses like hobbies and aren't making money
0: so that's often the scenarios that are here that's very typically female isn't it or they feel why I must
1: I charge for this i love it
0: do you think more women have these money issues than men Esther believe that men have also got it depending from the family that they come from, the trauma
1: that's been passed down, and it could be other related trauma, not necessarily money, but it affects the money. Men are not as open as women. That's why I choose, and if you see on my website, it's all gone completely pink. Um, (laughs) over the years it's gone pinker and pinker. Predominantly want to work with women. Women are open, women are receptive, women are resilient and seeing the transformation in in them is beautiful men have got this and I'm not I know this is a bit generalizing men have nearly got like an ego like what does she know that she can teach me I know it all Um, I will sort it out myself I don't need her however I have coached men and I do men in couples, because one of the things that I really promote is get on the same page as your husband, get on the same page as your partner
0: and contribute equally. And another question, do you think this money transformation or limiting beliefs about money, are you done with them once or is it a journey you need to go the whole during your whole you're, life. Done, you're done with it once and for all. Sometimes it will
1: come up to test you. So yesterday I had a call with a woman and I said, what are you afraid of if your business does really, really well? Because she's running a business and making no money. And she said that I won't have time for my children. And we looked at a week and we looked at it and she said, but I actually do have time. So a lot of it is our limiting beliefs that we have around money The scarcity mentality, if it's deep, deep rooted in you, like it was rooted in me, and I'll give you an example because I've actually just written a blog about it um, because it really affected me. I've done this work a long time ago. I thought I was over it. I'm living in abundance. I live in Switzerland. I have finances, all of money all around me. I make a lot of money. And I help my clients make money. I always say to them, I will show you the way I've done it. You can copy exactly the way I've done it. I'm not keeping it a secret from you. This is what I do, how I do it. I decided about a month or two months ago that I needed to change pictures on my website, that I needed to, because I've created more courses and I wanted to change a landing page. I decided to work with a stylist. Lady who's one of my clients, and I decided to go to her to help me with clothing. Because for me, growing up in South Africa or growing up, clothing wasn't something that was important. I wore hand downs from my brothers, I'm child number four, so I never got anything new. For me, it's always been like this I would buy for my kids, but never for myself. And I realized this and I knew this. And I spoke to her a few years ago when I was coaching her, and I said to her, one day I'm going to come to you. Anyway, I decided to get her to help, ask her to help me. And she helped me really amazingly. She helped me put some beautiful clothing together. We'd, she came to my house. We did colors. It was just beautiful. Felt really lovely in my photographs. And I really felt was the best that I normally, that I, that I look. I spent obviously money on her services. And I spent a lot of money on the clothing because I decided, One of the things she told me was needing to buy quality as opposed to things that aren't going to last more than six months. The one night, in the middle of the night, I woke up and I thought, are you mad, woman? You've just spent this amount of money on clothing. You've never in your life spent that amount of money on yourself. What have you done? And it really disturbed me. It was just before waking up in the morning. So I woke up and I went into the forest for a walk because that's what I always do to keep myself grounded. And I thought, why did this happen? Why did this thought come? Where is this coming from? And I realized it was the scarcity fear coming that I'm not going to have enough money, that I'm not going to be able to pay for all of this. And I thought... That is crazy. I don't have a scarcity. I have money in my savings account. I'd planned for this. I'd planned for the photographer. I'd planned for every single thing. For a few months, I'd been looking at it. And I have more than enough. I could buy those clothing three times over. Why was I so afraid? And I realized that it was the old mentality just come in to check how I would deal with it. And actually came back. From my walk, and I wrote a blog about it. And I thought, because I wanted people to realize that yes, you need it's a journey, you need to work on these issues. They come up, you need to deal with it. I guarantee you that issue will never come up again. Hmm. Often we get things that test us.
0: And Ilana, what did you tell at that specific moment? What did you tell yourself to overcome? I'm enough.
1: I'm enough. I have more than enough. I deserve this. I've worked hard and I can do this. And I've planned it and I've budgeted for it because that was something I never did before. I mean, I've done it, been doing it for ages, but it was just it was quite a big amount that I would never spend on myself. And I realized that there's maybe other women that do this every month on themselves. For me, it was something quite unusual. And how did you feel
0: about it afterwards?
1: third piece completely at peace completely um just realizing that I should have done this ages ago why they resisted so much oh,
0: oh. so beautiful so Diana, where can people reach you on my website there's a quiz
1: they can go and do the quiz on mindfulmoneycoaching.online and happy to have a coffee and chat with anybody that wants to take some time to do that
0: great so one last word ilana for our audience okay sure
1: what i would recommend is that people are open to talking about money that money is not a taboo subject that they talk about it with their partners with their family that they plan that they budget and that they're thinking about saving because they are planning for the future by saving, by making sure that they've got enough.
0: Great. So thank you so much, Ilana, for this beautiful insight to money. Pleasure.
1: Absolute pleasure, Esther. Thank you for having me.